0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Don't Miss This podcast, a Come Follow Me study with Emily Bell Freeman and David Butler.
1: We fill this show up with all the things we think you don't want to miss in the scriptures every week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show.
0: Hi there. I'm David Butler.
1: I'm Emily Freeman.
0: Welcome to Don't Miss This. We are really glad that you're here. Good to see you. Or hear you, or not hear you, whatever. <laughs>
1: okay, how about be with you?
0: Be with you. Good to okay. be with you. Yeah, we really You're are. You're listening. Uh, y'all, we had this thought this week that we're really excited about, especially as we get start thinking about wrapping up our Book of Mormon study and going on to Doctrine and Covenants here, next year, which is... It's so hard to not get super excited to jump into that, by the way, where you're just like, oh, so you true. know, and Old Testament. Yes. We were on the set for The Chosen. Maybe you saw on our Instagram yesterday. That's when we're filming this. It happened yesterday, and it really got us excited for yep. Old Testament we and New Testament. We <laughs> the
1: Doctrine and Covenants, everyone. We got there, and we were so excited. We were like, should we just do the Old
0: Testament? Just film it, because we had a camel there, so it felt like a good background. <laughs> so it's just rad that we just keep, to, keep getting to study Scripture together and one of the things that was neat is we met this um, really uh, sweet friend there and she started talking about one of the insights that she had um, you know from the chapters and stuff like that and we see some comments here and there and it's like oh it's so neat to try and gather together a community of people who can share some of the insights and I love that comment that revelation is scattered among us and how neat to be able to gather together so We had some thoughts of changing a couple things up on our Instagram account that could help facilitate that study community a little bit more and just to give each other ideas of things that are in scripture. Um,
1: Or what you're learning that week. So what we're thinking is on Mondays when this video comes out, we're going to put up a discussion board image on Instagram at don't miss this study. And on there will be one of our favorite parts from the lesson that if we were all together and we could have a class together, it's the part we would wanna discuss with everybody. And if you just slide, there will be a question right after it, just that will give us some things to talk about. And then what we're hoping is you will go down in the comments and share with us everything you are learning about that thing. And it will say at the top of it, what chapters we're in. So like this week, you're going to notice that we're going to be in Ether 6 through 11. And so once you've watched that video and you've done that reading, you can just scroll through and find that one and then just jump on and start talking with everybody. We just think it'd be fun as a community to be doing that. So we'll move the memorizing scripture to Thursdays and then we also have something so fun for Saturdays. Yeah,
0: it's a contest it's a against contest. ourselves. So we thought um, that it would be really cool in the comments on YouTube, um, if you would mark just what is your favorite spot, like this little discussion or this story or um, this scripture insider or whatever from the chapters, the time mark, you know? So if you were to pause it and see, oh, we're 15 and minutes and 13 seconds in, or as you're listening, Um, It would just be awesome for everybody to mark, oh, this was our favorite part, which one really resonated. Um, Because then on Saturday of every week on Instagram, we wanna put into our Instagram TV, a clip of just that part. And we hope that helps um, people as they think about what they're gonna teach in their families. And Obviously they can't teach everything, but maybe they can share just like a little clip or think about one little part in there. So as you're watching today or listening, Make note, if you would, of the spot that you're like, oh, this was my favorite part. This really spoke to me and resonated with me. And you'll just do
1: it right in the comments on YouTube. That's where you wanna be when you're watching it. Go down in the comments and then we're gonna just go through them every Friday and we'll pick whatever you thought was the best one and then just give you a little segment in case that helps. We know things are a little crazy right now with church, depending on how many kids you have People might be on Zoom all day long right now getting church in. So we thought it might be so helpful if you just had a little 10 minute segment or less that you could say, this is what we're gonna focus on and talk about.
0: And then it also becomes shareable too, where it might be a little overwhelming sometimes to share a whole YouTube video. You might be able to just share with somebody. Oh, here's just a small little thought.
1: And that 10 minute nugget is not going to be on YouTube. It's going to actually be on our Instagram. We'll put it on our IGTV. So that's where you're going to want to look on Saturday. All those things will be on our Instagram. So Mondays is going to be our discussion board. Thursdays is going to be whatever scripture we're working on memorizing that week. And then Saturday will be that little 10-minute segment.
0: Yeah. We're just hoping with all the new change of landscape and everything people are trying, we're just, we just have been talking like, oh, how do we help? How do we like... Provide more resources and, and the right kind of resources um, that could be additional helpful, additionally helpful. Whatever. Just live your life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I just wanted to say too while we're here and before we jump into this lesson, we had an opportunity this week to meet some of you just in random places that we were and lots of times people will start out like this. I know you probably talk to hundreds of people like this and I always smile as soon as someone says that because... I hope you know, we love it when you stop us and when you talk to us and we love knowing who this community is, which is part of the reason why we wanna start this discussion board because we actually wanna hear from you and what's happening in your life. Today I was on a walk, you are gonna love this story so much. I was on a walk today with a friend and we walked through a construction site and we were coming up to this truck from Dominion Energy or whatever our energy is called here and there was this guy out there that was um on that job site doing some work and he was talking to someone he was in a this conversation that was kind of an intense conversation and we were walking by and all of a sudden he looked up and he was like Emily and I was like are we like know each other from high school or like I'm trying to look at his face to figure out who who is it and he said to the person on the phone oh my gosh I have to call you back and he took out his ear things and then It was so tender because he just started to just sob this cute man who's just on the job site getting his work done he's like in the midst of what he's doing and just started to sob which made me super teary and he just said to me i i don't even have words for how grateful i am for what you are doing and talked about his cute wife who's been in bed for a long time, and th- this is just one of the places that she loves to come for uplift. Um, his cute wife Kimber is her name, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna pray for her this week in my prayers, but it just touched my heart, and as we walked away, my cute friend said, that's why you do this, isn't it? Mm. That's why you do the videos. It's for someone like that, and we just hope you know that actually is why we do these videos. It's for people like that. It's for those moments when you stop us on the road and act like you're our best friends, which just makes our heart so happy because I hope you know you are and how grateful we are to be in this community with you. And we love hearing your stories and what's happening in your lives. And we love praying for you when we can. So just so fun to be part of all of this that's going on.
0: Yeah, that is so sweet. Oh, that was really so sweet.
1: (laughs) Now you wanted to meet that man, didn't you? I should have brought him over to my basement. (laughs) So good. I can't
0: remember what we were thinking about because that really is super tender to me. Um, Okay, either 6 or 11. Ready? Mm -hmm. Ready, Freddy? Let's do a
1: catch up from the last lesson just for a second. Yeah,
0: and you kind of have to, to really. Uh, jump into this because you start off in chapter 6 and and it, and they've got the stones and, and they're about to like go on this journey and you're like, wait, who, who, what? And remember, you've got these um, families, this group of families who are, who God led away from the Tower of Babel. They get to this beach place. They traveled really, really far. Um, they stayed on the beach for several years, um, content and until the Lord nudged them to say, should you ask what's next? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, maybe I should. Um, and they do. And you remember, they were going to continue their journey to a place that's better uh, than they were. Um, and so the Lord had them build these remarkable, beautiful barges and, and they had three problems. And one of them was no light and one of them was no air and then one of them was no steering. And we talked last week about revelation and how it comes differently um, at different times in our life and for different reasons. Mm-hmm. The Lord grows us um, in different ways. And what you have at the end of that, you remember the brother of Jared, um, for the light problem has gathered these stones, these rocks, um, it's all I've got. He reminds you of that little boy's lunch yes. and the feeding of the 5,000. That's 000. so true. And he's like, here, I just have rocks. Mm-hmm. And, and, and God says, oh, do you want me to now take what you've offered and turn it into the most memorable miracle from the entire book, <laughs> you know? And, and he does, and now they are ready. Uh, to begin this journey and we did a sneak peek of this chapter last week with the steering because you remember it says um in verse four um we'll come back to the other verse in a second but it says verse four that they prepared all manner of food that they can subsist upon the water and food for their animals and whatever beast that they took with them
1: this is in chapter six is where we yeah
0: verse four Um, It came to pass when they did all these things, they prepared the best they could, and then they commended themselves unto the Lord their God. There really comes a point where we can't secure our future anymore, and we can't know what is tomorrow. Um, And we just do the best we can, and then we say,
1: here "Here we go." go. Yeah,
0: you know, and and go in and let's step to the side for just a second. We forgot about this.
1: Yeah. So you can see some of the things. And it's so interesting because we kind of talked about last week, but they really had no idea how long they were going to be in the boats. There was no like end date or arrival date. And they they didn't ever find out how to steer. In fact, the Lord's going to eventually tell them, I, I will move you to that place where you're going to go. And it's so interesting because at the top of my chapter six, I just wrote down not a cruise because sometimes I think <laughs> like and then they got on these boats and they just floated across the water and they just went straight until they got to that promised land. And when you read chapter six, you all of a sudden realize, no, this was not a cruise. This was like that ride at Disneyland. You don't want to go on. That's there what it was. is not
0: one of those for me, for the record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you could go on this journey. Uh, it's like the Tower of Terror for me.
0: Oh, I love that, right? I
1: can't. I just can't. <laughs> I, I walk to the door and I'm like, nope, I can't.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you something different about the Tower of Terror in okay. this one. <laughs> and it's just, at least in that one, you know, um, I know when this is going to be over and I know kind of what to expect. And that that is something really bizarre about being in our time reading back on the story is to look at it and say, Oh, it's gonna be, according to verse 11, 344 days. But it is so much nicer if you knew
1: That's what it was gonna be. It was be. gonna so well I think of our the cute marks, friends you know? who were in their 70s, maybe 80s, who decided to meet their kids at the Tower of Terror. That's where they were gonna meet. And they got there 20 minutes early and there was a 20 minute wait time and they thought it was the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so they got on the ride, everyone. This is so true. I know it's true because I was there when they walked off the ride. <laughs> you should have seen their faces, but they were holding each other up, walking out of there. We just happened to be coming by and I saw them and we love them, the Larsons. We love them. and we saw them stumble off of that ride and i was like what is happening and she was like you don't know what just happened
0: to oh my gosh
1: and um i think that that is probably more what it was like that they were like got on thinking they were gonna have
0: the A haunted nice mansion yeah.
1: and get in little carts with ghosts on their way out and happy music was gonna play and instead they dropped, dropped. 10,000 feet.
0: <laughs> I love the thrill. Um, but think about this for just a second. I actually thought about this. If you're watching this in 2020, <laughs> when we were in a quarantine, you never know. This is good. Live on forever. When we were in a quarantine, it would just be nice for someone to say, tell me when all of this is over and I can like manage my patience out mm. for that many days. But there's something about waking up and thinking it might to live in hope and then also in like, oh, like disappointment when the sun sets, like every single day. Like it just is there's something about that that is really refined refining to yeah. the soul.
1: And fatiguing. Right. I've been thinking a lot about that this week. That we just are in this fatigue of how much longer are we gonna do this for? And I'm sure. They felt that in this chapter, as you read through, um, we want you to be looking for those things. It, it ends up being 344 days they are on those boats, so with almost a year. Animals.
0: And yes, I love when Callie Reed says, "and mother-in-laws." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just oh, so it turns awesome. upside down, and it's just gross and oh yeah.
1: And let's talk about yeah. a little bit. What did that journey look like? And as you're reading through, we want you to look at the, like the description of that journey. But instead of thinking about it in their world, it'd be awesome if you thought about it in yours, like in terms of your world right now. And what does this look like? Because it uses words that talk about, it wasn't just a wind that blew them. It was a furious wind. And they were buried in the depths. I, I love that one because do you know what it feels like to be buried? Yeah. It's such a good description.
0: Or to be of tossed that. in that same verse it says that they were tossed by the fierceness of the wind and
1: you yeah, all and know what that is, tempests. right?
0: To be yeah, to be tossed and to be buried and to be crashed upon. Um it's uh,
1: I love in 7 when it just says to them there was no water that could hurt them because and remember when we talked about this in last week's lesson Their vessels were tight like unto a dish. And I just can't help thinking about that in relation to our family and to me personally. Like, am I tight like unto a dish? Because this has been a really hard year and who knows what's ahead of us. And I love that thought of there was nothing that could hurt them. Don't you think that's so interesting to be thinking about? What do I need to do to make sure I'm tight? It's interesting
0: because this was God's idea for them to get into the boats. You know, remember they were fine on the beach and God said, I want you to go. And there is an idea that we have sometimes that, okay, if God's the one who gave the idea, that means it's going to be a pleasant trip. Mm. And it's interesting to note that it's just like the presence of a storm does not mean the absence of God. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong or you're in the wrong place. It, in fact, it kind of seems like, Those places of resistance is where revelation grows best, you know? And and that's what they're... They would have to battle with that, I think. We're just like, oh my gosh, my whole life is falling apart. I feel buried. I feel crashed upon. And it's like, am I going the wrong way?
1: Mm -hmm. Or
0: am I doing the wrong thing
1: in my life? Did we not listen? Like, were we not... Did we receive the wrong revelation? That's so interesting to think about. Um, It's so interesting to me, too, that in verse 8, it tells us that furious wind did never cease to blow. Can you imagine? It was just constantly there. And yet in verse 9, it's so interesting because their response is so interesting. And I actually stopped and thought about it today because I'm like, is this my response right now? Because sometimes my response right now is just get up, put on the weight of the world and move through the day. And it's so interesting that they did sing praises unto the Lord. Yea, the brother of Jared did sing praises unto the Lord, and he did thank and praise the Lord all the day long. And when the night came, they did not cease to praise the Lord. And it really has made me think to myself, when is the last time I praised the Lord? Hmm. Because I'm praying, I'm begging for relief. But really, when was the last time you praised the Lord? for 2020.
0: Well, that's interesting you say that because I was just having a conversation with Jenny about that and I was like, I have a small layer of guilt, you know, Mm -hmm. that I live with in my life. Um, I have multiple layers, but one of them (laughs) is that I um, it, it has been so awful for so many people and really hard for us at times too. But it has been interesting to ask that question, like what's been beautiful and praiseworthy you know, about this and Mm -hmm. and I really do look back and like that time that we were hunkered down in our house, you know, and didn't leave like them, I like those were really sacred times for us. Like I was, I got readjusted on what was important and you know, what my priorities, you know, Mm -hmm. should be and, and the time, I don't, there just was something about it that it's like, I really feel like it, it sort of saved me a little of the time. And so, mm-hmm. but also on then the next morning, I'm fine to just say like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is so <laughs> yes. hard. And and they and do you love the
1: balance. Yeah. yeah because they cry it's in into seven, God and, yeah, and, then and, then and then in they, nine they sing right. praises and they, they somehow find this balance of the two, which made me think I need to find that balance. Yeah. I, I need to find that balance between crying under the Lord and then Crazy. crazy.
0: Good, well said. That's cool. I saw that too today. Um,
1: we both have two favorite parts in this um, part of the journey, and they're both in verse 10. One of the favorite um, lines in verse 10 for me is the one that just talks about nothing could break them. And I love the thought of that. That even though they were going through this hard journey and buried in the depths, and a furious wind was blowing. And all of this was happening and they had no idea for how long, nothing could break them. It's so interesting to me to think, what were they made of? What what was their endurance level, that firmness within that allowed them to make it through that whole journey? And I just love that thought that nothing could break them.
0: And how powerful that promise must have been. That if the Lord said, I'm taking you to a promised land, you will not sink halfway through. Mm. You know, they yeah. lived on a word, you know, yes. like they lived on that promise. And I think to, to myself, every time I think about this 344 days, mm-hmm. that there were days when they were upside down and underwater and it someone was sick in the corner and, and it was hard and it had been a long stretch of them not popping up on top that it says in verse 10 that they did have light continually. Because I think about somebody in that group who would have just been overwhelmed and exhausted and then would have just looked to the corner of the barge and saw that stone that was lit up. And they remembered. And touched
1: by God. Right.
0: And they just remembered like, I'm okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I'm going to be okay. There was a consistent reminder of the power of God and the goodness of God in their boats with them. Yeah, and you love
1: that, that it was a reminder because the brother of Jared had that moment when he saw the Lord, and I'm sure he told people, this is what happened with these lights. So that every time they looked over, they had to think that the Lord was with them, that Jesus Christ was, you know, there in the boat and in the journey and knew what was happening just symbolized by that light right. that was carrying him through.
0: And it kind of is is sort of what we want to talk about with this in the end yeah. section. If you look on your yeah. box, well, we have this box. Before we
1: get there, I just thought of another story that I love. I'm trying to remember if you were with me, but I was speaking at a time out for women and we met a woman on the plane when we were going who was coming um, to here that day. And so we all introduced ourselves and we got to know her and she was fighting the battle of cancer. And one of the women I was with said to her, I bet you are looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel. And she said, sometimes you have to carry the lantern the whole way. Hmm. Don't you love that? Yes. And it's kind of that same idea of just carrying that light continually because who knew when the end was going to come. And we do love what happens at and the I, end, of I this. just
0: forgot the other part I loved so much. Where was it? Before we get to that end, because oh, I like in seven back in seven where they compared themselves to Noah, in oh. his journey, and it's cool that they ha- have in record th- uh, this record of another people that God directed, and another people who didn't know the end of their story, and another people who they you know they they mm-hmm. can kind of see like I've seen what God's done in the past for them, and that actually gives me hope and encouragement for my
1: oh, that's for so my addictive. own
0: journey. Um, and both of those end the same. Noah's and these people actually yeah. both end the same.
1: It's so interesting because when you get to verse 12, they finally make it. It tells us in verse 11, after 344 days. Who and then loves they get... that it
0: wasn't like 340-ish or about a year? That means somebody... <laughs> Every single one, they're like, I know exactly how many days I was on this trip,
1: for the record. That is so awesome. And then they landed on the shore of the promised land. And when they had set their feet upon the shores of the promised land, I wish you were reading this with me at the same time, in case you have your scriptures. Ether 6, verse 12. They bowed themselves down upon the face of the land and did humble themselves before the Lord and did shed tears of joy. And then this is what you think it's going to say because they had reached the land choice above all other lands isn't that what you think is going to be the end of that verse but it's so interesting because that isn't it it says they they did bow themselves down and they humbled themselves before the lord and they did shed tears of joy before the lord because of the multitude of his tender mercies over them and i'm fascinated that in that moment when they got out there And they knelt down. Their thought was not on the miracle they were witnessing. Their thought was on the miracles they had witnessed. It was that the Lord had been there the whole way. And I love the thought of that because I think a lot of us are in the barge. A lot of us are buried right now. We're in the midst of whatever is going on. We're in the middle of the journey. We're not at the end. Our feet are on the shore we're not having that experience. And it's so interesting that what they were the most grateful for was actually the moments in the middle, not the destination at the end. And that's important for all of us who are in that middle moment to realize the power of the miracles we are experiencing. Even if it's not the big miracle at the end or the promise at the end that we're waiting for, but to recognize the little miracles along the way. And it makes me think that's why they weren't broken. Mm -hmm. Because that's what they were holding on to. Yeah.
0: I was going to say that they get there to that shore and it says they fall down in gratitude um, before the Lord and shed tears of joy before the Lord. And I was like, oh, that was instinctive because they've been doing that for 344 days. Mm. Like this is what they did at the end because they're like, oh, we're, we're used to doing this Mm. because we've done it all along, and it just cr- makes me think of like that tender moment, you know, when we'll fall down before the Lord in the promised land someday, and just think, uh, like it, it won't, will it will be an instinctive fall, yeah. you know, it's because I've fallen I before so. you, I've had your light, I recognize this light, I recognize this presence, it's been here all along, you know, for yes, me. Yes, and
1: that's what I think, and it won't be because of the place we've arrived at, it uh, will be because of the place we've been.
0: Right. It's interesting that we can look back on those times in our life and just like, encounter and, and see. Oh, I wouldn't be where I am today without the fierceness of that wind. I wouldn't be here today without that balance of crying and praising. I wouldn't be here today without those chances to feel exhausted and look in the corner and and see that light. That it's just that whole experience. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it is that difference between where I got and then who I actually became on the trip.
1: Yeah, it's so good.
0: So there's so much there that Come I on, think that you that. could, um, oh yeah, well we have this, this spot here where you can kind of think about your own moment on the shore where you've been able to look back and, and see how God was there moving and working and, and what those were. And I think we have to just emphasize one more time this keeps coming up in the Book of Mormon, which is why we put it in the study journal. We didn't make that up. Um, it just keeps coming up, but it's almost like God's instruction to us in the middle of the journey. says, look for the great things, count the tender mercies, they'll actually give you the strength in in, in the middle. They'll That's what make, seems to make all the difference for yeah. the entire book, you know? But this would be awesome in a class or with a family, to give a chunk of these verses and have people compare my journey and their journey together. Um, it just makes for an awesome discussion and great learning in the Book of Mormon if you're looking maybe for one principle to say.
1: That's so oh, good.
0: Take these and, and let's see what we learn. Because
1: you're gonna go next to these great things and it's so fun just to think about. Let's read um, some of the places. This is gonna come up several times. You're gonna see it more than once. We'll give you a couple.
0: He- in- yeah, I was gonna say this spot. As you get into this, from here, you're gonna have a break in verse twelve. But until then, um, no
1: chapter twelve. I um, mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You have a break in chapter twelve, which is next time's lesson. But from six to fifteen, is gonna do this. You're about to get whiplash. You want to ride? You're on right now. You're on that car one, and your kid's driving, and you're gonna be doing this. Um, Because he is just going to speed through generations of time and slow down a little, teach a little lesson, and then go, and stop, and then go. And he really is giving a huge, hundreds and hundreds of years of history in just a couple chapters. Um, And so that's the section of scripture that we're about to go into. The the nation of the Jaredites, we go real slow through the first founding family, and then now it's like... He's just going to take off.
1: And you want to watch for what are the similar patterns. That's what you want to be watching Because
0: I think he's emphasizing them on purpose. Yeah, I do too. He'll even use identical words. Yeah. And anytime you see something repeated, ding, 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 let that be like a, oh, hold on. He's trying to tell me something with this one.
1: And there's two major themes you're going to see. One of the themes is going to be this remember the great things. And you it'd be awesome if you marked one every time you got to it that oh yep here he's telling him to do it again you see it in um chapter 6 verse 30 it came to pass that oriha did walk humbly. oh you're going to see a lot of different kings come and go that's what you're going to be watching and this one did walk humbly before the lord and he did remember how great things the lord had done for his father. And also taught his people how great things the Lord had done for their fathers. So you're going to see the first example of that right there, this this thought of this great things. And then we see it again.
0: And next chapter over, chapter 7, new generations of people that are coming down in verse 27. It says this. There were no more wars in the days of Shul and he remembered the great things that the Lord had done for his fathers and bringing them across the great deep into the promised land. Isn't that interesting that he's counting them in his own life and he's also remembering the records of the past. But this verse is awesome because then the word wherefore comes. This is chapter 7 verse 27. He remembered those great things wherefore because he did that He did execute judgment and righteousness all his days. And you see it again in
1: chapter 10, but you're going to see it more than just these. But we just kind of want you to know what you're watching for. Um, 10 verse 2, It came to pass that Shez did remember the destruction of his fathers, and he did build up a righteous kingdom. For he remembered what the Lord had done in bringing Jared and his brother across the deep. And he did walk in the ways of the Lord, and then he had sons and daughters." So it's so interesting, that power of remembering. We've kind of talked about this a little bit lately, but do you remember we put a great things, a place to capture that in this journal this year? And if you've been doing that as you've gone through this year, it would be so awesome sometime between November and December to look back at all of those great things and just see what the Lord has done for your family. This is one of our favorite parts of the journals this year was just that ability to go back and capture what have the great things been from 2020 and if you haven't had time to keep track of them in your journal it might be fun to do just for the month of November is just think what were the great things that happened in January and what in February and what in March and just see what kind of a list you can come up with. Um, This is going to be completely opposite to the other theme that we're going to see running through here which is um this theme of secret combinations that you're gonna see come up over and over again in these pages and as i was reading it's interesting because every time we read about secret combinations we talk about um they they always write in there i'm not going to tell you what they were i'm not going to tell you the secret words or the things that happen because no one needs to know those things but it's so interesting how people find them And they'd keep coming up. And in this group of chapters, they're gonna come up over and over again. And so, as we were talking, I was like, I'm so intrigued by, like, I want someone to define for me what is the mark of a secret combination? What are the things we should be watching for? And where would we see it in our society today? What would it look like? So, we just quickly went through the topical guide which might be fun to do also with your families, and looked up what's the definition or the descriptors of a secret combination. And these are some of the things we found, that they're corrupt, they seek power, particularly their own power, Um, they spread secret works of darkness and abomination, murder, they cast out the prophets, which we're gonna talk about in one second, they lie, um, they rob, they destroy the government, they're people who are focused on rebellion like they they wouldn't keep laws or do what um, has been asked but they're they want to rebel about that they have secret societies and secret chambers they spread works of darkness and they make plans um, of wickedness and not just wickedness but awful wickedness so it's just so interesting to see that's kind of the mark of a secret combination.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna say, we get a warning from Moroni because he just says, look, these destroyed my people, which had almost zero interaction with them. It destroyed Cain's life and and his, his family and descendants in the Tower of Babel. It destroyed this group of people also. And he gives a warning to future people and says, you will still find these because they are brought up by the same devil. Who was there from the very beginning so he says Mm. this is something that you actually have to guard against i think first and foremost in your own heart what i would do when i look at this list is think to myself okay do any of these describe my heart Mm. is what is what i want to know you know i want to know if that's happening And, and chapter eight's kind of his warning for that especially toward the end where he just says look um you might recognize some of these things and if you do 26 is his solution he says I'm telling you how to recognize it this is chapter 8 verse 26 Um, so that the time can come that Satan may have no power over the hearts of the children of men but that they might be persuaded to do good continually that they might come unto the fountain of all righteousness instead he's like I want you to be able to recognize it and let me teach you what the solution is to that.
1: Yeah, that's and I, so good. And I think
0: it's kind of cool. I was doing this right before we started. I was. This might be another thing as you look through these like, every time Moroni like slows down for a second to point out one of the kings, I think it might be worth thinking like, oh, why did he slow down and tell us something about that particular king? Mm-hmm. And here's a few. If you look at chapter 9, verse 3, One king that prospers is someone named Omer. And it says the Lord warned him to depart out of the land and he departed. And I feel like, oh, there's a lesson we can learn from King Omer. Or if you go down same chapter, 9 verse 22, there's a king named Emer. Why does everyone want to be named? One letter off. Um, And he said he even saw the son of righteousness and to rejoice and glory in him. And it's like, oh... He lived prosperous because he looked for the son of righteousness and glory. And, you know, and yeah. and, and I it's love just the thought of that life.
1: because then you get to 10 verse 33. And in the days of calm, there began to be robbers in the land and they adopted the old plans and administered the oaths after the manner of the ancients and sought again to destroy the kingdom. And it almost could be as simple as what you just said. If your heart is set on the son of righteousness and building the kingdom, That's your protection. And if your focus is on destroying the kingdom and wickedness, that's the path you're gonna take. It's almost that simple.
0: Yeah, in fact, go to chapter six, verse 23. And as I read this today, it's totally struck me. And this is, I mean, just in context of everything that's going on, just check this one line out. It says, now behold, this was grievous unto them. Before all this started, before you get into this king after king after king and mm-hmm. scandal and fight and murder and corruption and captivity, just, 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 right before all it, start, before it all started, everyone's like, let's do a king. <laughs> and the brother of Jared said, "No, no, 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 no. You don't wanna do that. I promise you don't wanna do that. And he says this line, surely this thing leadeth unto captivity. And when I read this thing, I was like, wait, what thing? And what came into my mind was this thought, choosing another king. Choosing another king besides. besides King Jesus will always lead to captivity, and that is what the lesson seems to be here. Mm-hmm. If you have another king, and that king can be power, that king can be money, that king can be lust, that king can be any number of things. But yeah, every whatever time you distracts
1: choose, you from building the kingdom. Yeah, that's your of king. Of
0: King Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I think I thought that was interesting. Before it ever starts, he says. Oh, let me tell you, this thing, picking another king, will lead to captivity.
1: Hmm. That's so interesting. And then we get to um, chapter 7, and it's so interesting if you um, go to 7 24, and it says, um, talking about the prophets, and it came to pass that the people did revile against the prophets and did mock them. And this becomes the beginning of the end as soon as that starts they are just on this downhill slope and it goes so fast which also makes you want to do a self-check and just think okay what would be the opposite of reviling against the prophets and mocking them what would the opposite of that be because that's what i want to be doing
0: and maybe it's in 25. did you ever notice this line 25 and the king did execute a law through all the land which gave power unto the prophets and i thought like oh do i give them sway mm. over my heart and my home yeah. and the message that they're that that's they're teaching that's so good
1: um, my cute friend paula put together all the promises from conference again
0: oh that's and awesome and the
1: blessings which will include in the newsletter this week Are you going to write, write that, that down yeah, yeah. And it's just so interesting to think, are those the things that are the driving force in your life right now? Because that's going to make a difference if that is true.
0: And it'd be so intriguing to like look at the theme of what the promises actually are. And I, without even reading them, guarantee that they are going to be about King Jesus and his kingdom. Mm. I already know Mm. because we're not giving sway to like the prophets, the people themselves, but to the message. Yes. You know?
1: That's so good. Um, so then we go into this one interesting part of all the stories that we just want to point out to you as we end. And it is the power of one person, and in this case, one woman, except for that she's a daughter, so almost a young woman. The power that a young woman can have. And what chapter are we going She's to? in
0: chapter eight, and you just don't like her. Sorry, lady. Um, Let me tell you what not to name someone. Oh, she doesn't get a name. Good.
1: Um, Okay, and do you want to run through the story? And I just love this verse 17. Yeah, so it
0: is... uh, Okay, this is the... It's repeated again and again and again. You almost... Well, I did. (laughs) It kind of gave me a sense. I did it for this section of scripture and next week's section of scripture. Is I went on the scripture app and I zoomed it up to two times speed and just let Moroni just... Like, tell me the story again and again and again. And it's cool... What you can learn, you can learn so much by slowing down and you can also mm-hmm. learn by moving through it really fast. And it's the story of this um, king.
1: And a little who... bit reminds you of um,
0: the do- the John, John the Baptist. Baptist. Yeah, yeah. I thought that gonna too. You're going to watch like...
1: and it's so interesting because when he talks about those secret combinations and they just do the same things and as you read through this, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I have, I have seen something similar to this before.
0: So you have this family struggle and battle and one of the sons is trying to take over his dad and he doesn't win and the rest of the kingdom unites and there's this one son who really wanted to be king and he doesn't get to be king so he's like moping and his daughter comes along and it says, now, now um, the daughter of Jared being exceedingly expert. That's chapter 8 verse 8 which is so...
1: Yeah, that's you don't ever want someone to give you that compliment.
0: unless it's in something else, you know, which, which is interesting because she's exceedingly expert in manipulation. And Mm -hmm. she says to her dad, um, do you want, haven't you ever read the ancient ways of taking over, which is cool. Not cool, but I was going to say, we also use that phrase like Abraham seeks for the blessings of the ancients, Mm -hmm. you know, looks back to the past. And this girl is looking back to like Cain and company. And she just says, haven't you ever read them? um, These oaths and secret things we can do. And she says, listen, and she puts here this whole plan. She says, "Um, I'll go dance before this one guy. And then he'll want to marry me. And when he wants to marry me, say, bring me the head of my father. And then this whole thing's just nasty. And they put together this whole plan and he ends up, um, This guy, Akish is his name, um, wants to marry the daughter so bad and the the price is the head of his own dad and her grandpa, you know, and they kill him and he becomes king. And then that son-in-law who's married to the daughter, then puts together a secret group to kill Jared and it's just like...
1: I know, crazy. And while I'm reading 17, will you look up the Elaine Dalton quote because I love it so much and we want to say it exactly right because it's so good. It's so interesting in ether 817, it says, it was the daughter of Jared who put it into his heart to search up these things of old. And I am so interested in that thought that one girl could cause so much destruction what's about to happen in this life. And the power of one girl, and you think about, there's other places where we see the power of one girl. We read it in the story of Esther. We read it in the story of Abish. Through scripture, you're gonna see the power of one girl, but you're also gonna see it on the back end of that too. How much destruction one girl can be, just a catalyst for destruction. And I love what Elaine Dalton talks about um, as we think about our daughters, but also our place as women in this church, the power of one virtuous woman and what we can do for the world.
0: Okay, I'm trying to find it because I, listen... Do you want me to tell you about this talk?
1: Yes. (laughs) What talk are you in?
0: Okay, it's her talk, Return to Virtue.
1: Yep, that is where it Um, is.
0: This is where it is. I think it might be at the end. I thought it was in the end, but I... um,
1: We'll put Return to Virtue on there, and it is... Did it not just pop up right on...
0: Oh, when I Google searched it? Yeah,
1: I bet it does. One Um, virtuous woman.
0: Yeah. Listen, this talk, when she gave it for the record, like... I stood up when it was over and like clapped. <laughs> I'm in my house, in my very house. I just stood up and I just clapped. Um, okay, now hold on. I'm just gonna be searching this, but.
1: Yeah, cause you wanna hear it. Sorry that you're pausing with this for a second, but this is gonna be one of your favorite Okay,
0: parts. I want you to search for it when, um, I just look what I searched um, and you can see that, but I think this is really interesting as, as you look at all of this, um, as you look through, it's funny that like, we look at this girl, the daughter of Jared, and she says, she wants power, and she wants influence, um, but the thing is, is so do I, and what Elaine Dalton's about to say, is true, like we do want more power, and we do want more influence, and we do want to help change the world, the question is, What are we using that influence and power for?
1: And it goes back to that building the kingdom or destroying the kingdom. Isn't it so interesting that that is how simple it is? Yeah. Um, Elaine says this, One virtuous woman led by the Spirit can change the world. And I remember too, when I heard her say that, just this overwhelming feeling that came over me that, yeah, I can. I can seek for that kind of, Um, Virtue means power or strength. So one strong woman, um, that strength that comes from, from virtue or morals or just that upstanding character, one strong woman led by the spirit, which I love that part because it's harnessing the spirit, learning how to harness the spirit in our life, then we can change the world one at a time. Yeah. Every one of us, which is so powerful to me that that could happen. Um, so we love the thought of that, that remembering versus having a hard heart. It's that I am for the cause of building the kingdom or destroying the kingdom. It's it's almost a time of putting a line in the sand and saying, this is who I am and nothing can break me. Nothing is going to break me because I know the Lord and I know my destination and it doesn't matter how furious the winds get, I'm gonna make it yeah. to that place. Mm. It's awesome. So good.
0: Okay, next week starts off with a powerhouse and then we end the book of
1: ether. ether. Already. Yeah,
0: but it's so good. Okay, see you next week. See ya. This audio was taken from a YouTube video from our YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube at Don't Miss This.
1: Also, sign up for our newsletter at don'tmissthisstudy.com, and you can follow us on Instagram at Emily Bell Freeman and at Mr. Dave Butler.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye.